Welcome to Activations with JJ Adventures in the Akashic Records. In today's episode, I will be sharing the story of Autumn, who walked through an almost Cinderella-like fairy tale in her Akashic Records, received mail, and experienced a coronation during our session, as well as the story of Natalie, who had some significant synchronicities come up from childhood, as well as additional information about a contract she had to help transmute collective trauma held by women past, present, and future. These two sessions were truly so powerful and I cannot wait to dive right into them with you. Greetings, beautiful souls. It is a pleasure to connect with you here on the podcast today. It's always so fun to bring through these adventures in the Akashic Records, I come out of almost every single one, really truly every single one, which I wish I could share stories with you about all of them. And it's just a thrill to see how spirit guides and leads the sessions, how the synchronicities come up. And in these particular cases, you will definitely see that was a theme for both of the people who experienced these Akashic Records journeys after we were done and they came out and I was like, so what'd you think? They shared some stories with me that just confirmed that what I had brought through was a validation of some other things that they had gone through earlier, you know, a couple days or weeks prior. And it's always fun when that happens. It's almost like something coming full circle for them. And it's not just for me, right? At this point in time, I just trust. I just trust, trust, trust. But sometimes I really feel like it's important for us to know Our guides are influencing us, connecting with us, supporting us in ways that are both subtle and sometimes not subtle through sometimes some of the wackiest things, you know, like that we would never think would be, oh, that spirit had a hand in that or my my family of light or my team was guiding that. And then after the fact, you're like, oh, my goodness, all of this lines up with this thing over here. And I never thought this could be. And so all of those feelings that you go through when you just know there's something bigger at play and they care about you and they're around you and they support you and they facilitate these beautiful experiences. So that being said, I am going to head right into these sessions. There's kind of a recap here of two separate sessions I had and I'm just going to invite you to sit back, relax, and go on these adventures with us. This first recap is taken from a session that I did with someone who I will call Autumn. I always like to express my gratitude to these beautiful souls for allowing me to share their experiences. Hers was just incredible. As we started off, she was pretty jittery, pretty excited. And I do have to make a side note here. A lot of people who are coming in to do sessions with me get that butterflies in the stomach. So I want you to know if you do book a session with me and you're getting that, it's all okay. We start the session off by calibrating the body. That's something that's really important to me. Now to set the stage... She had already let me know that she had two Arcturian guides, and I'm very connected to Arcturian, so I was like, yay. And she also was feeling very pulled to Avalon. In fact, she had an incredible experience during our Avalon group past life regression. So many people did. I got some really awesome feedback from that gathering. There was some incredible energy there. And she had an experience where she met a guide, and then she found out that the guide was her And the guide actually looked totally different from the way she looks in this life. Her guide was uh, long blonde hair. And in this life, she has short curly hair. And she was just telling me how specific it was. 
And during that group past life regression, she actually ended up just bawling the whole time. And that's why I give the playbacks because sometimes we're processing energy. Speaking of the playback, if you're interested in grabbing that, it is available on my website and you can find that for yourself and have that experience with Avalon. We had Merlin come through as well as King Arthur, Queen Guinevere, and Morgan Le Fay. It was so beautiful. So as we shifted into her session, I felt a beautiful golden angelic presence come forward to help calibrate her. And as we were calibrating her energy, all of a sudden, I felt another soul aspect come into my awareness, a part of her. And it was sort of in the peripheral. We talk a lot about this in my psychic activation workshop about how sometimes when I'm tuning in to people's energy, I will feel or sense something in the periphery. And it felt like a 10 to 12-year-old version of herself that was in a corner, dirty, covered in like, just didn't look like she'd bathed for a while. She was curled up in a ball. And the words that came to me were abandonment, abandonment and loneliness. And then the word destitute came as well as poverty. And as I was tuning into it, her guide said, this is a soul aspect, but this one is from another life. She hasn't ever had this dire of circumstances here, although she has experienced definitely some of that. This particular soul aspect is stepping forward and is wanting to receive healing. And so what I ended up doing was asking more angelic guides to come forward, additional guides, and help with that particular soul aspect. And the only thing that happened after that was her soul aspect just looked at us and said thank you and went away with those beautiful angelic guides to receive healing from them. After that, the same Avalon soul aspect that had the long blonde hair stepped forward and I truly felt that one particular guide was related to the elves. The elven energy came through and Andromeda and so when she came forward, I felt like she was creating this orb to journey to the Akashic Records for Autumn. And it was so hilarious because from the beginning, this was a very different type of imagery that was coming forward. Right away, I felt and saw the image in Cinderella when the pumpkin is turned into the carriage. And I saw this orb form and it reminded me of the carriage in Cinderella but it was kind of a glass orb and her guide and and she and her guide kind of drove off into the cosmos or into another dimension where I felt her Akashic Records was and when we pulled up we literally felt like we were driving when we pulled up to the Akashic Records it looked like just a normal ranch style home and she got out and she like parked the orb like she was in a car and she got out and she went to the front door and she was unlocking it. And in my mind's eye, I saw her glance to the right where there was a little mailbox and it looked like there was mail coming out of it, like it was pretty full. And I said to her, oh, it looks like you have mail. I have never had anybody receive mail at their Akashic Records, but here we are, you've got mail. So she, I have her grab the mail and just look through it. And as I was seeing what was going on, I saw that there was a bunch of different regular envelopes, but there was one very special envelope. 
And I was going minute, I was going second by second channeling this, not knowing exactly what was in there, but it felt it felt important. So I said, why don't you go ahead and grab this particular envelope and let's start with that one. I think you should open it right now. And so as she opened it, the word popped in my mind, invitation. And I said, oh, I think this is an invitation. And for me to describe it to you, it was actually square. It was perfectly square. It wasn't a long rectangle like normal envelopes. It was square and it kind of had that sort of antiqued paper look, sort of that parchment looking paper. So she opens it up and I heard invitation and then the word coronation came through. And I was like, wait, am I just picking up on the collective? Because this session literally happened the day after the coronation of King Charles. And so I was like, okay, is this me? Is this spirit? What's going on? I was like, okay, I'm just going to say it. You know, you guys, I have zero attachment to what I say. I just trust completely. And so I said, it's a coronation. You're being invited to a coronation. And then I was like tuning into spirit. I was like, okay, who's, who's coronate? Like, is she going to King Charles coronation? What's going on here? And all of a sudden spirit said, oh, this is her coronation. And the words came, you are being invited to your own coronation. And so I said it. I just said it. I was like, I know this sounds funny, but it's literally an invitation to your very own coronation. I said, so let's do it. So we walked in her house, which was like her Akashic Records. And I said, oh, I feel like you're getting ready. There's some clothing here and some things to prepare you. And it, it felt again, it felt like Cinderella. It was almost like between this fairy tale vibe. And so she put on like a robe and like a long, I felt like it was red. I felt like this robe, this royal robe was on and some nice clothing and she was getting all ready. And then she got back in the same carriage. She walked outside, got back in that same carriage. That was a globe. That was an orb, whatever you want to call it. And went on her way. She zoomed away. So as we went, I saw, oh, we're going to a dun dun dun, dun castle. Everything is still very fairy tale like in this. There was a red carpet. And I said to her, you know, by this point, I was like, this is funny. I know. But I kept asking her guides. And they're like, listen, this is all symbolic uh, to some energy work that's going on. But it's coming through this way because her inner child is really loving this. And so we're doing this fairy tale scene for her inner child. And so she steps up the red carpet, up the stairs, just like you would see, you know, and then she goes into this great room where there is a throne appropriate for a coronation. And I'm just on pins and needles because of course I'm going, okay, this is what kind of coronation is this? What is this about? What is this symbolic of? How is this going to work? What's what's going on here? So she goes and she sits in the chair and all of a sudden I see a being come behind her with a crown-like object to place on her head. And that's when it sort of turns from the fairy tale vibe into a little bit more galactic feel because I could sense that the being was an alien, was an interdimensional. And I felt like it was probably one of her Arcturian guides. This one looked a little different than what I'm used to, but still it was an Arcturian guide. And I, I said, okay, they're placing this object on your head, but this object is 
not a regular crown. This is where it got galactic. I was like, this object is definitely not a regular crown. It's It looks kind of like a crown, but it doesn't sit on your head. It hovers over your head and there's these little flashing lights that I'm seeing on it. Like it's almost a, I'm not a drone, but just a device that's hovering there and it's rotating and circulating. And I could tell it was some kind of high advanced technology and it makes sense because the Arcturians always pull out all kinds of crazy technology and the idea was it was there to expand her ability to channel which was so fascinating because that particular subject had just come into my awareness two days before and all of it was like wow this is a big synchronicity for me and they just kind of said you're asking for knowledge because I forgot to mention at the very beginning of the sessions, I said, what What do you want? What are you seeking out of this session in one or two words? And she said, knowledge. Okay. So they kind of were doing the thing. We're not going to give you a fish. We're going to give you a fishing pole. And your session with this channel is not just so you can receive information. We are giving you a device that will allow you to receive more information on your own, more knowledge all on your own, expanding your ability to receive through the crown chakra, which I thought was so cool. And I was very grateful for because I want my sessions to be empowering. Everything that I do in my sessions is specifically designed to reduce the amount of disempowering language, disempowering energy, because, and I know that you know this, but programs of disempowerment are everywhere in society and we are stepping into vibrations where we're now realizing what words are disempowering what actions are disempowering how a an interaction between a a psychic and a client can be disempowering and so i'm being very very careful in everything i do to help people feel as empowered as they possibly can and her guides and i were right on the same page now after the fact I felt like I was bringing through some Arcturian light language. Well, it was actually feeling mantis. And when I leaned into that a little bit more, I was like, yes, I think these are mantis guides. I really do think these are mantis. My mantis guide, I have one mantis guide in particular, and his role with me is all about knowledge. So I was like, of course, it's mantids. And they're very much connected to knowledge and learning and wisdom. And so after that, she received that activation and she had that device, which by the way, I took a little bit of time to have her calibrate. It was a very powerful device. She got back in her little carriage, her little bubble, and she zoomed back. She actually zoomed right back to her body. And I told her guides, I was like, hey, can you close up anything in the Akashic Records we didn't do uh, or we didn't finish? And so we went back to her body and she came back and I was so curious to know what her feeling was. And she says, JJ, oh my goodness, I have to tell you, over the last few days, I have been feeling and tuning into the, the coronation. She's like, I'm not that interested. I'm not that interested in British royalty, to be completely honest with you. I am not an avid follower of British royalty. But for some reason over these last three or four days, every time I heard the word coronation, I felt a resistance in my body. And she, she said it was about worthiness. She's like, it felt like it was about worthiness. And she even told me 
that not very long ago she had a dream and Prince Harry came in the dream and then King Charles King came in the dream. And in the end, the dream kind of resolved that that feeling that she was having about the coronation. And I said, oh my goodness, wow, that is a amazing synchronicity. But I'm not, I'm not surprised anymore. Spirit's like, stop being surprised. This is how it is all the time. And isn't that a cool like full circle for her to have me out of the blue just say, you're invited to a coronation and it's your own coronation. So I just had to share it. And I asked her, I said, can I share this with my listeners? And she said, sure, of course. So what a beautiful, beautiful experience to have and a confirmation for her of her worthiness, as well as a way to help her feel empowered as she continues to seek knowledge on her spiritual journey. Okay, we are going to transition into a second Akashic Records adventure that I had with someone named Natalie. She did give me permission to share this story. Natalie is originally from Russia, but moved to Finland when she was pretty young. And so I had spoken with her while she was at her home in Finland. There's a little bit of a synchronicity for me there because that is where a long line of my ancestors is from, is their Finnish. And it's always fun to be able to connect with somebody who lives in that area of the world. I've actually been connecting with a lot of people from Scandinavia lately. I think there's a lot of healing and remembering going on in that area of the world. So this is your invitation. If you live in Scandinavia, (laughs) contact me. I feel like there's some work we could do together. So as we spoke a little bit, she talked to me about a few things she knew about her guides. She wasn't really sure who they were, but she did feel like a grandfather was a guide and that she had a rough relationship with her mom. So we started by calling in her guides, and immediately a higher version of her mother came through. Now, as you know, we all exist in different vibrations and frequencies, and sometimes people will come to us that are not quote-unquote healed or awakened or aware on this planet, in this life, but they're, they do have a version of them that is. And this higher vibrational part of her mother came forward and she gave a very brief but impactful message and she said she just wanted Natalie to know that she on the planet earth the version of her mother that was in a body here was not necessarily capable of reconciling at this time but that she appreciated the higher self appreciated the way that Natalie was holding space even energetically for you know the healing and the transmuting of any energies that were lower vibrational so that was a beautiful message and then Archangel Jophiel stepped forward Archangel Jophiel came and said that he was coming to help as a guide to bring forth more joy in her life and then spirit guided me to have her imagine her six-year-old self but the most healed version, right? The version where she was joyful and carefree and happy who loved to run and play with the fairies and go outside and look up at the clouds. Just so fun. And so that version of her throughout this entire session literally went off to play with Archangel Jophiel. I saw the two of them run off into the distance to just go play and frolic. And so that was really, really cool. After that, a very fascinating guide came forward. And I I really was having a little bit of a difficult time. But the first image that came in my mind was sort of a priest in in the Russian Orthodox Church. I had the vibe of kind of a saint 
And the the specific words, I'm gonna I'm gonna read these word for word, okay? Because I need you to I want you to understand where my mind was and how I was trying to pin this down as I was channeling. I said, uh, I he feels kind. He feels very kind. I'm not sure if he's a saint. Maybe like connected to Saint Peter. Kind of feels like Santa Claus, which is very nice. And I think he must be one of your guides. Now, she had told me earlier that when she was meditating, she often felt the hand, a, a gentle hand of, of a man. She knew it was a masculine being holding her hand at the same time. And she had told me she thought it was her grandfather. But I said, I don't know if this is the person, but I do feel that there's a connection here. There's a connection there with the church. And I know sometimes when we have memories connected with religion or church, it's not always the best energy, but in this particular case, it was all the good things. I just felt he was bringing in all the good parts and the connection with the higher power and the connection to prayer, a connection to opening her heart to spirit. So that's really interesting. I, th- I think, again, that she was being introduced to this faith that she had as a child in, in a higher power, in the universe or God or however she saw it. Another interesting part about this guide is I knew he was speaking Russian. I could not really understand what he was saying, but he was speaking very lovingly. And I'm not skilled enough yet in my in my command of languages to just like instantaneously channel a language uh, like that. But I told her, I can hear him. I can hear him. And he's speaking Russian to you. And so that was fun. Now, we decided to transition back to Archangel Jophiel, who was finished with her inner child and we transitioned into her Akashic records. And in her case, they had me have her visualize that she was literally just stepping into the next room at her house. So it wasn't hard. And immediately as we stepped in, I felt a ton of dove energy, white dove energy. And of course, I said, you know, I know that the dove is very connected to you. I know that And the Holy Spirit is often represented by the dove, but the dove is a very high vibrational energy. And it's it's something about her soul family being connected to the dove. That's what I was getting. I know that the dove is also very closely connected to the angelic realms. We walked forward into her Akashic Records, and there was this lovely Akashic Records keeper who was feminine. She was kind of an older lady, short with curly hair. I was very specifically coming through like that. And she was totally ready to help us and we had her bring forward any contracts that she was carrying on behalf of the collective and I felt like there was something related to collective trauma from women and she brought forth that contract and we sat down at a table and we began to read the contract and it looked like most of the contract was finished. I saw a lot of boxes and they were all checked. It was like clearing family lines, clearing DNA and it's check, 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 check. And when I looked at the list of checked boxes, there was one left. And I asked her guides, I said, well, how does she do this? And her guide said her sole purpose was to transmute energy for her bloodlines. And it goes really far back. So it's not just like seven generations. It's the whole line backwards and forwards, past and future. And the interesting thing is that she's almost done. And they want this part of the process to be comfortable. So they said at this moment in time, It's not necessary for you to release the contract until you feel ready, until you feel ready. And and they actually said it's important for you to release any programs of disempowerment or weakness 
so that you do feel strong enough to do it. And then I guided her through this whole activation where, again, I was literally saying word for word what her spirit, what her guides and her team and spirit was saying. And they just said, we continue to release any and all programs, contracts, or covenants that are disempowering in any way, specifically those connected to religious organizations or political organizations. And then I had her take a nice deep breath and imagine this beautiful pink energy coming in and flowing in around and through her body, especially her throat chakra. And that was kind of brought to completion at which point they said that her contracts to help transmute the energy of women's trauma will be brought to completion over the next two months. And then that contract will just be done. So at this moment in time, it wasn't necessary for us to do it. It was more important for us to help her align her body to be able to finish it, which was interesting because sometimes they'll just take me through finishing it. So as I brought her back, I was very anxious to know what she was feeling in her particular, you know, inside of her. And so we, we came fully back. We were grounded And I said, I really want to know how you're feeling about the doves. And she said, first of all, the doves are like the the, on the flag of Finland or they're related to Finland, like they're everywhere in Finland. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. I really didn't know that. And she said, yes, the doves come up all the time for me. I'm always interacting with them everywhere I go. So that was really, really beautiful is that the dove came in and she says, yes, yes, that made total sense. And the funniest part, I don't want to say funniest, most synchronistic part was I said, what about that? What about that saint, like Russian Orthodox, whoever that was? And she goes, I knew exactly what that was. She said, when I would go visit my grandma and grandpa's house, there's this icon on the wall. And that was this person that, you know, a religious person. She said it was St. Nicholas. She said, as a child, I would pray to him and my grandmother would say, if you're lonely, pray to St. Nicholas and he will help you. If you have health issues, pray to St. Nicholas and he will help you. And she said, I totally forgot about that. I haven't used St. Nicholas at all in any of my prayers or meditation, but here we are. He's stepping forward again. And so there was just this incredible connection there. And I, you guys, it's I, I credit spirit for all of this. And if there was any takeaway at all that I came out from this session with, it would be that our guides know us personally, absolutely know us personally. So take that into consideration. Know that every step on your journey, even in your childhood, has been for a reason. And sometimes I think we're almost coming full circle as we awaken and we're realizing we've never been alone. We've always had access to spirit. We've always had angels surrounding us. Our guides have been with us. Now we're starting to remember when and where they came through, and really honoring the fact that they've they've been here all along. We're releasing programs of abandonment. So many starseeds have programs of being abandoned. They feel like they've been abandoned. And so again, my guides are saying, look, we've always been here. Remind people that they've always been supported, that they've never been alone. That's come through over and over in the last few weeks. So that is the story of Natalie, and I am so grateful to her for allowing me to share it today. My friends, we've come to the end of these adventures. It's always an honor to co-create with you, both in person in these Akashic Records sessions and also 
wherever and whenever you connect with me, whether it is virtually or whether it is by listening to the podcast, however we meet up, it's a blessing to me. It's a blessing to me. That being said, I would love to co-create with you at an upcoming virtual gathering. Now remember, I now have my all-access pass. So you have the ability to just grab that all-access monthly pass and you can go to any gatherings you want to. You don't have to worry about it. You have access to all of the Zoom links. You have access to all of the playbacks. It's a wonderful thing to just be able to be in the energies all the time, anytime. So I would love for you to check out more information about that below. But on the 21st, Sunday, the 21st of May, if you're listening to this right when I publish it, I will actually be holding two separate gatherings. One is at 2 p.m. Pacific, and that is our Remembering Lemuria gathering. I'm excited for that one and have been, you know, knowing that this one is leading up to our new Golden Age of Lemuria conference, which will occur in Kauai in September. So I always love these Lemurian gatherings. I feel like they're really calibrating us. There are also virtual tickets for that, by the way, if you think you hear the word Hawaii and travel and you're like, I don't know if I can make it in life, you know, in person. We're offering virtual tickets now. It's amazing. Just click on the link below. You can find out more about the gathering and the conference. And lastly, at 7 p.m. Pacific on Sunday, May 21st, we will be holding our angelic activation gathering. And since this podcast talked about two separate occasions when guardian angels came in to heal the inner child, my guess is that might be a theme for our gathering as well. So I want to extend a personal invitation to you to join us for that one. All right, my friends, I just want to take a moment now, allow you to take a nice deep breath, receive what you need, release what you do not, hold yourself in a moment of integration, and then remembering that I am sending you so much love. I am you, and you are me, and we are we. Until next time.